and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Monday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, a game week Monday at that. 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. We appreciate you uh, tuning in here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. Excited. 1020. There's a new show. Yes. On KXNO. Um, and we're going to have the personalities join us. Heather Burnside, Sean Roberts, KXNO Drive. They can find it on Twitter at KXNO Drive. Uh, of course, I don't, you don't have to re-follow because the Fanatics Twitter account was just, I don't know what they do, but, mm-hmm. um, just change the name. Just change the name, but it's K- at KXNO Drive. But excited to talk to Heather and Sean as they will man these microphones from 3 until 6, Monday through Friday going forward. Of course, Ross Peterson and Travis Justice reunited back on the morning rush uh, from uh, 6 until 8. But uh, Heather and Sean will be here in 20 minutes. After that, Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com. He joins us every Monday. Well, this will be the last one, right? Because football season. Mm-hmm. So we back him up later in the week. But we talk baseball with our friend, uh, the uh, national correspondent for Major League Baseball at CBSSports.com. At 11.05, Scott Docterman is here from The Athletic. At 11.30, Nick Olson from 24-7 SportsCycloneAlert.com. And then Trent's Play of the Day, uh, sponsored by Circus Sports. So a lot of uh, different ways we can start. We had football over the weekend. Yes, we did. I want to start just real quick because they're going to join us in 20 minutes. This is a huge opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, Sean has paid his dues. is absolutely going to, uh, I think, crush this. And and Heather being along uh, being along with them in the, in uh, what what she has done uh, for sports talk here in Des Moines it's it's just I mean look at I know firsthand women didn't listen to this station and before she got here yes and that has changed and she broke barriers is what mm-hmm. she did so looking forward to talking to both of those new hosts at KXNO Drive uh, coming up here at three o'clock but we have to start in Dublin. Do we not? Yes, we do. Trent, is there any bit of you or Hawkeye Nation that at mm-hmm. least feels a little sorry? That's oh, a stupid question. No, yeah, that, that's that's a stupid question. Yeah, it's a dope no. Question. This is this is Schadenfreude. This is such a good feeling. This is looking to those dopes to the west <laughs> yeah. and their arrogance and their just stupid nature and laughing at them once again. Now, <sighs> two years ago, you bought in. You said this team's finally going to break through. They're going to be better. You, I did. You bought it. Yes, I bought it this year. That they were not going to be great. And see, I was off the bandwagon this year. You were on. They, they had a new quarterback, Casey Thompson, and yeah. boy, did he look good early. For 30 minutes. And then the second half came. Well, but, since, since that scramble pass that was, I mean, pulled that, I mean, a hell of a play, it, right? After that, he did nothing. Right. It was, I bought a hook, hook line, and second. They, they weren't going to be great. They're going to be 6-6, six and 7-5. Six, and, yeah. and it's the same garbage again. And it mm-hmm. comes back to one person. It's Scott Frost. It is. He is a terrible leader of men. Mm-hmm. He is a terrible head coach. There's the no two ways about kick, it. Trent, you've got yeah. all the momentum. Mm-hmm. You're up 11. The game is about to be won. There's no way Northwestern's going, unless you give them an opportunity to do so. And what does he do? Exactly that. Yeah. Steps on his own. I yes. mean, he just you Again. Can't, you can't do things like no. that. And that is this program. They do not have a leader. Nope. They do not have leadership. And through his... Coaches under the bus. Of course he did. Mark Whipple, in game one, Uh you put 28 points up. 
No talk about the defense. Not about his boy Shenander. Against Northwestern. No, it's never about Eric Shenander, even though his defenses have been garbage Mm -hmm. during this whole tenure. And he's been the untouchable for Scotty Frost. Mm-hmm. Scotty, the coach man, will not fire his buddy, <laughs> Eric Shenander, even though his defenses have been through and through terrible. Frosty, the coach man. What a song. <laughs> what a tune. <laughs> oh, man, but it's the same old song over in, uh, in Nebraska this it, week. That looked like the exact same team from last year, mm-hmm. the year previous, mm-hmm. and the last five years. It is the exact same. What if Talent- the Fighting Hawks give him a game Saturday? Oh. How many tickets are going to be? Well, I was going to say it's a sellout. Oh, of course. But how many people won't Runza will use come their in tickets? and buy those tickets? It's just, I mean, this had to be the year. This was the most important first game of the season mm-hmm. for Nebraska since I don't know when. Right? Ever. Uh, and, and for them to jump out to the lead and then hand them the game. Mm-hmm. To your point, Thompson looked terrific. Now, Ryan Holinsky looked pretty damn good in his own right. That did not look like the Ryan Holinsky that no. I knew. Love the story, though, especially yeah. after, you know, the family uh, mm-hmm. situation that they had with his brother. Um, hard not, And the running backs, and they were just tougher. They were tougher mm-hmm. than Nebraska down the stretch. Well, I mean... To give at least a little leeway to Nebraska, they were running that trick play, run it up the middle. Yeah, you, of course, you don't prepare no, for that. No, no. Right. I mean, you're not ready for that. Excellent point, Trent. You started out the week in fine form. Um, yes, you did your homework over the weekend. That was a, That's a huge trick play that you don't even you don't expect them to run no, that. No, I mean, jet sweeps and things yeah. like that. You prepare Hand for the that. ball off to the guy. He goes to the A-gap. Come on. You don't expect that in football. You got physically manhandled by Northwestern. Yeah, the team you beat 56-7 to a year ago. Pats, cats, it's an even year. You know, uh, you just wonder, don't you? They got a quarterback. They, they can do, do some have things. a quarterback. They got a couple of. Uh, they got a couple of guys that can run the football. They got a great offensive tackle. They do. Their left tackle who's going to the pros. Mm-hmm. Not this year. Next, he's only a sophomore. Right. I don't think he's a redshirt sophomore. No, he's he? a true sophomore. Tr- true soft, right? So he's got another year. But um, <laughs> I mean, of the quarterbacks that you saw, the three quarterbacks that just because at the veto into the mix of Illinois, mm-hmm. he uh, had moments at Syracuse too. Sure. But um, now he's wearing an Illinois suit, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a fight for who's second in the Big Ten West behind Aiden O'Con- McConnell, right? Uh, After O'Connell, it's... Uh, you know, I look, I was impressed by what I saw this week. I like Tanner Morgan better than you. Um, I like Tanner Morgan in 2019. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that guy in two no, years. No, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. He was bad in 20, and he was worse in 21. Alinsky was great. Yes, he, was he was really good. I, I, right now, from what we've seen... I wouldn't be scared to put him as number two in the list uh-huh. of Big Ten West quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Well, is Graham Mert seventh on that list? Oof. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so too. Uh, but the only five star out of that group isn't that. Fair? And and his first game, he just tore the joint up. <laughs> he did. He thought, "Holy crap! Look out, Illinois! This is you haven't had this since Russell Wilson uh, came and went." So we go from watching Nebraska do Nebraska things. To watching Illinois mm-hmm. in year number two of Bielema against mm-hmm. a bad Wyoming team. Like I think they, so, too. They're bad. Yeah. But quarterback can't throw the ball to save his life. It's very it's 30 yards through the air. How do you win in this division? Brett Bielema knows. Yeah. Scott Frost does not. Right. Chase is, Brown. You run the football. Yeah, Chase Brown at a buck 50. Mm-hmm. You run the football. Uh-huh. You're physical up front. You have a defensive line and linebackers that can make plays. And Nebraska, through half a decade now, mm-hmm. has not been able to figure this out under Scott Frost mm-hmm. in the previous regime. We're not able to figure out how to win in this division. It's simple. It's a simple <laughs> equation, yet our neighbors to the West cannot figure it out. Illinois, think they be bowl team this year? They almost were last year. They were. Um, look, from what we saw this week, yeah, I mean, certainly encouraged. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they're better than they were last year, but they got a quarterback. I mean, DeVito was good. Yeah. Halinski at Northwestern was really good. 
Um, Casey Thompson was good for a half, and that was it. And then, and then it fell apart. And then it just totally fell apart. I mean, can you imagine that plane ride home for that fan base? No. And the money that they spent. I'm sure they had a ball, right? Well, it looked like they had a blast. Yeah, for the people that were going that level, I had a great time at the Rose Bowl. I, I know the games. <laughs> right. I had a great yeah. time. Even at the game, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything there. Because of the environment. Environment. Yeah. Being there, being yeah. part of it. I did for 30 minutes. And this, Yeah, before you ducked out of there, which is probably a good thing. Same thing here. I mean, think of that experience. And I, I heard a uh, Michael Wilbon. Now he, of course, had a different perspective. Well, he's a Northwestern grad, <laughs> right? And he's on the board of trustees, so it, it was. Oh, a I good, didn't know that. Is he? Yes, good for him. Uh, a good flight home for him. But just the environment, the lead up, everything mm-hmm. that went along with it, the golf that I know a lot of people played over there, and some of the Pat most beautiful. Pat Fitzgerald, clubs. can you find me a better Irish name than that? I, I brought that up to you like two, three weeks ago. I'm like, we we can't bet yeah, against him right. in Ireland, can no. we? Yeah, but I thought, yeah, you can. Yeah. Because this is a different year. For oh yeah, you, you got to tell everybody about your uh, automatic three-team parlay that you open things up with this <laughs> well, it was week. A gift, free money, right? Absolutely free. Look, Vandy's going to kill Hawaii. You had that Illinois, Wyoming. Please, this won't even be a game. Mm-hmm. And Frosty, the coach, man, he's this is a different year for this group. Your third leg. Don't even money. Forget the point spread. I'll just take the free square money line. Didn't even get off on the right foot. Didn't even get to games two and three. <laughs> no. No, uh, onside kick of all things. What a momentum killer. Here, take the game. So as it's playing, as you see him kind of slow down towards the ball, are you saying, no, no, what are they doing? Yeah, uh, yes. I mean, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Right, my it was jaw-dropping. It You've really was. You've got all the momentum in the game. You're taking control of the yes. game. You are manhandling them at this point physically. You're, and, you're out Northwestern, Northwestern. Right. And then you... And in two minutes, they'd scored. Mm-hmm. And it was, you you knew at that point, even though oh, they were still down four, absolutely. it's over. It sure felt like it. Right? I wonder what the live line, I should have looked at that oh, point. Oh, yeah. After you they know, scored I keep that touchdown. to do that. I know. After they scored that touchdown. Yeah. I mean, you're still getting plus money, I'm sure, with Northwestern. Oh, at sure. That point, I would think. Yeah. yeah. At that sure. point, it's like, uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. This is another way that Northwestern mm-hmm. is, go- Nebraska is going to lose this football game. And they found a way. That Malik Washington's a good player, the he receiver. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Northwestern running the ball down right through those mm-hmm. black shirts. Did they give out any? They, they were going to make it a big deal about the black shirts before they were going to hand them out. Are they going to retire that? It's just old, right? The it whole is. thing. I kind of look. I want them to be not good. I want them to be relevant because I think it's better for. Is it really? I mean, it's the same old. It's just pile on Nebraska year after. After a while, don't you get tired of kicking them? Don't you want them to have a little bit of a pulse? I don't know. And it sure doesn't look as though. I mean, after after this week, they've got Oklahoma. Oh, boy. Uh, Nate joins the program, and then we're going to get a, a couple of minutes on baseball. I don't want to be late. I want to get Sean and Heather mm-hmm. uh, in here right at 1020. I'm yeah, really excited for those two. I really am. I think this is going to be a really good afternoon drive. I've said it for a million years. It's the most important time slot in radio, it afternoon is. drive. Uh, Nate joins us. Nate, welcome to Miller and Condon. Thanks for chiming in. What's on your mind? Oh, I just love this weekend i i feel bad for your bet because i had early on i got plus 400 on northwestern real early you took the money line right out of the shoot right out of the shoot i just boy. had a feeling they're gonna choke and to add it up i got an odds boost on a live bet um i don't want to say the things i don't know who you guys are feeling uh, tell us whatever. it's okay yeah you, that's you right tell us you oh. yeah Dra- draft yep. uh chimed in on like live bet gave me like plus plus 
185, I think, on in an end game, and I still got three and a half on Northwestern, so I kind of <laughs> hedged it a little bit just in case, you know, like maybe they lost by a field goal or something. So I threw another. I threw so you I cashed like there. 10 bucks on it. Nice. And then hit double on it. So let's go. boy, Nate. You're That's off on you the start. right foot, baby. Thanks for the call, Nate. Appreciate it. Uh, no, we uh, we speak on behalf of DraftKings, and even if we didn't, you're more than welcome to say other companies because we talk about other companies. Absolutely. We, so, so does Circa. Yes. Shop around. Get the best price. That's what they tell you. Mm-hmm. Now, more times than not, it's going to be Circa ultimately, but uh-huh. they say shop around, find that best price, and I did that this weekend. Pretty profitable weekend again. You had a good weekend. Yes. And you didn't bet golf. I didn't. And I'm very disappointed in myself. Because you bet Rory all season long. Rory all season long and Sun J.M. Yeah, who was right go- there. <laughs> he was right there, too. Mm-hmm. And as I'm watching it and watching it unfold, did you watch any of the golf? No, I didn't. I, no, I didn't. It, it, was, it was good. Was it? It was really good. I watched Mitchell Trubisky tear up Ooh, the Detroit Lions. Look at that. And Kenny Pickett's good, too. I think they've got something there. I know it's Detroit and it's preseason. Yeah. But Kenny Pickett can throw the football. He really can. And, and Trubisky's going to win the job. Mitchell Trubisky is going to start for the Steelers. I've seen Mitchell Trubisky. I know you have. I know you have. I'm, but you've, you've I'm got, ready for week four. I get it. Give it uh, to- but they've got maybe he's getting some coaching. That absolutely right. Is the case. Maybe he's getting yes. and Justin Fields was terrific. Yes. Uh, so you're, you're I'm back you're in. My twins get a sweep over the weekend. Wasn't that uh, boy? They needed they needed Coming that off in a the big mat. way. Yeah. Needed that in a big way. What else from over the weekend? So just real quick, this Iowa everything, mm-hmm. that, uh, that uh, this new media entity, it kind of feels a little like live golf to me. Oh, really? Yeah. When, and without the, you know, dismembering uh, journalists. Right. right yeah, that yeah. part about it. Yeah. But it just kind of, I mean, all of all these people I know that used to be, wow, you're going over there, you're going over there, you're <laughs> going over there. Everybody making the jump. I guess. We'll, we'll see how it works. But didn't it feel like that to you at all? Or? Live golf? No, that never jumped <laughs> into my head. No, no. Head? I did not have that comp going together. No, not. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. All right. Was that after 830 you had that thought? I probably yeah, was, to yeah. be honest, now that I think about uh-huh. it. Now they think about Makes it. Makes sense. Uh, anyway, so uh, baseball tonight, kind of a light schedule, but mm-hmm. decent, right? Cubs are north of the border. Twins are hosting the Red Sox. Yes. Uh, that'll be, be good. Uh, but, yeah, you're 100% right. The Twins needed that sweep. They were able to do so against the Giants. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, Mariners and the Guardians, uh, did they split? I know that they were going kind of going back and forth this weekend in the series. Uh, Robbie Ray got uh, uh, led uh, Seattle to victory yesterday. I know that. Yeah, back within two now. How about that? Hanging around. Don't sell them short, TC. 36 games remaining for my Minnesota Twins, 17 of them against the White Sox and the Guardians. Thing's not over yet. Yeah, Trent, it's it's right it's right there for the taking, mm-hmm. right? It's right there for the taking. All right, ten fifteen. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. KXNO Drive. The two voices you're going to hear, well, you've heard them before, but you haven't heard of them from 3 until 6. You will starting today at 3. Heather Burnside, Sean Roberts, uh, anxious to talk to our colleagues. We'll do that next. Matt Snyder on baseball coming up at about 1045 uh, as we go around baseball, as we always do to start the week. Well, up until next week when we push him back because after all the needle movers both play this weekend miller and condon underway on a monday des moines sports station 106.3 heather sent you in now back to miller and condon on 106.3 kxno here's ken and trent
Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Miller and Condon till noon, 1 to 3 this afternoon. Murph and Andy, 3 to 6 this afternoon. And going forward, the drive with Heather and Sean. And Heather and Sean are in studio with Trent and I. Way to go, guys. I'm so happy for both of you. How are you? I don't know which way to look first. No, Sean, you waited so long to make this announcement. Heather, you know how I feel about your place in the, in this market. Uh, way to go. Congratulations, sincerely. Thanks. You know, uh, Sean has had to sit on this for a while now. And this was like seven and a half years in the making. Jeez. Eight years almost I for mean, me, if, going to afternoons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a couple months man and it's it's been tough I bet. because this is sitting on this knowing that this is everything i've always wanted and and you're so excited but you have to play it dumb and you have to you know and especially after the last couple of weeks people are like what's happening what's right, happening and i'm right. just like ah you know and even over the weekend people are like oh what's what's happening <laughs> tune in monday tune in monday mm-hmm. and i just feel like the world has been lifted off like the weight has been lifted off my shoulders and you know like i said this morning to be able to Pretty much, I mean, get the, my career going now, right? But to be able to do it with somebody that I've done it with mm-hmm. for seven and a half years, that we know each other extremely well, we feed off each other very well. Um, Chemistry, got to have it. And and she'll be able to take this next step with me. So as we get ready for three to six and looking to football season, obviously the most important time of the year for us and what we do Give us a show, show structure. What's it going to look like? What is going to be kind of a standard week on the drive? What are people looking to tune into? What should be a couple of the highlights they, sh- they should be looking for each and every week? Oh, you want to go first? You want I, me to go? I mean, it's going to be, especially during football season, it's mm-hmm. going to be Cyclone and Hawkeye heavy because that's what it's got to be, gotta right? play the hits. Mm-hmm. Got to do it. So um, it's going to be football heavy. We're going to have a lot of fun, though, too. And it's, it's going to well, be... Do you, you want to tease our guests today? I mean, we could, yeah. Who have you got? We have Seneca Wallace coming in. Good that's one. Good. So that's a good start, right? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely it is. Uh, and then David Not Eichholt. coming in. He'll be on the phone, but mm-hmm. uh, and he'll be on with us every week. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. David Eichholt to talk about Hawks. He's terrific. Yep. He's great. Yep. yep. So, and just uh, a lot of people have reached out. They want to be involved in this, and that's awesome. So we're off to a great start that people are excited to want to uh We're going to have the out, Iowa right? Lottery <laughs> in today to give away tickets, uh, a prize package that includes two tickets to Iowa State's home opener coming up on Saturday. That'll be about three fifty, I believe. Awesome. So, will you guys have guests? You plan on guests because obviously, afternoon and morning drive a lot of calls, right? Yeah, you, you're almost forced to. Um, will you have? What will your guests? How many guests a day are you thinking? I don't know. I don't no want structured I number. Would, just I would like to get not too crazy uh-huh. on that aspect, That's but fine. definitely on Mondays and Fridays, especially during football oh, yeah. season, like we are and, reacting and, and previewing. Yep. Constantly. Yep. Well, as, as we've said to you, there's a guest that we have that you guys ever want. I mean, just reach out because our Rolodex is now your Rolodex. We'll, we'll share it amongst the folks here at, uh, at After David Drive. Kaplan? Yes. How about what <laughs> and, you want to tell you about Cap? Because Cap, to, for me, it, that's, that's a dream. That's who I grew up watching, Done. grew up listening to. Yep. So if I can sit here on a weekly basis and get to talk Done. to that man, like. And believe oh. it or not, for a Chicago kid, he does not want to listen to me bitch about the Bears even a little bit. <laughs> well, you had to. Did you see Justin Fields this week? I did. And I'm. Tap the brakes. I'm already in the like. Regular season? What was this touch football? How could that. How did that offensive line allow that to happen? He actually was able to score. Yes. You know what? That's not as bad of a, of a position group that maybe some had feared. They've come together they a lot have. better. Jenkins. We know how talented he is. Mm-hmm. Now he's got to prove that he actually well, he's likes got football. A new position. And that, that right. helps. Yep. He's really talented. 
they're not going to be good this year. They're not. <laughs> yeah, let's just lay it out there. But, but Heather, because Trent, not you're much a Bears case in that fan. City right now, when it comes to sports. Well, and Heather, oh. you remember this well. When the Cubs were going through the rebuild, and people, oh, how do you talk about the Cubs? They're terrible. No, it's about the process. It's about getting there. And this is as excited about a process for the Bears as I've been since, I don't know, the turn of the century. You've got $120 million in cap space next year. And that's a huge part You've of it, too. You've got a quarterback, and if you get a top-five pick, there'll be teams fighting for that pick. Right, and if the McCaskies will just stay out of everyone's Precisely. way, we might so, be able to do something with Ted it. Ted Phillips, go worry about the new stadium. Right. Leave yeah. football alone. <laughs> football people. Don't touch it. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I did a dive, and this is something that I've, I never do, but I went I did a deep dive into Bears Twitter over <laughs> this weekend. That's at, a scary place. It is. Now, are you a Bears fan? Because you grew I'm up not. there. You're, you're I'm not. not. I'm okay. a New York Giants fan. Wow. My middle name is Philip after Phil Sims. How about that? Uh, my it's just my awful. father's my father's <laughs> from New Jersey. So when I was born, I really yeah. didn't have a choice. Right. Um, he was like baseball. You know, he was he grew up a Mets fan, but when he uh-huh. moved to Chicago, ESPN was like the internet wasn't around, so you couldn't track your team. So he's like, well, I'm not going to root for the Cubs because I've hated them my whole life. So you're going to be we're gonna be a White Sox fan, mm-hmm. and so that's how. But yeah, Giants fan. Mm-hmm. But just that slide. With mm-hmm. the hit yes. on Justin Field, yep. there's a lot of reaction to that, and that people have already noticed a difference in in the you know management and, and coaching staff mm-hmm. because the offensive line last year they argued with each other after Fields got <laughs> they did. a late hit. This uh-huh. year they pushed back a little bit. Positives, positives, Positive. right? You got to right. find the wins anywhere. That's. If they're four and thirteen, I'm fine as long as there's real progress. <laughs> Seriously, if, if, if the you is Justin Fields, yes, that's ultimately Do not what it fail is. him right. because outside of Mooney, yeah, Komet's okay. Is he ever going to be healthy? That's what I'm optimistic about. It's not about this actual season. It's about the future and seeing that development. It's about of fields. April, the last weekend in April yeah. for you Bears fans <laughs> right. right now. Heather, you did morning drive for how many years? How many decades? Uh, I was just thinking about this this morning. It's been over 20 years yeah had to have been because i think oh, you 23 and I about started years with a time with like a almost a year break um after i left kggo and they put us on a an fm news talk station i Which was like one? oh did they i don't remember that yeah, okay. it was where Radio Dreams went to die. Uh, mm. So uh, no, no, that was no, when I left. And no, did... I, I know where Radio I forget it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah know. You know all about that. But uh, and I, I did morning television. I remember for a that little bit. with Lou, right? Yeah, yeah. and that was uh, not any fun either, not only because of the hours, which were even earlier, but you actually have to look nice on television. Yeah, that's what radio, that's one of the beauty parts about radio that you love, right? Get up in the morning, yeah. run some water through your hair, and off you go. So yeah, but it's been almost 20, over 20 years uninterrupted that so, I've had to get up and do mornings. Will that be weird for you? I think it's going to be a little weird at mm-hmm, first. Mm-hmm. And today, Sean and I were up early to come in and announce the new show. But uh, tomorrow, when I don't have to be anywhere, I bet you wake up until mid morning. That's going to be surreal. <laughs> so, both of you guys, you guys have been doing mornings for a long time. On the weekend, do you still just wake up early? I mean, yeah, it, it's it's ingrained yeah. in me. I might yeah. wake up, but I don't get up. Well, uh, the, yeah. And see, what I do is I've become obsessed. It's just part of my routine that like I've gotten my buddies convinced in it. So Sunday mornings we tee off at like six forty five. That's really. That's we, nice. I teed off yesterday at six forty eight. Where'd you play? Uh, Beaver Creek. 
Nice. How's the game? Thanks for the invite. Not, not bad. I shot an 87 <laughs> yesterday. Did you really? I shot a 120 last week at, at Lake Panorama, and that went viral. I, I saw your swing a couple years ago. You must have come a long way I've if you're shooting a, at 87. I've come a long way, man. I, I've, I've gotten some tips out at uh, from the pro out in Newton. Uh-huh. No, Trent, it, don't let him talk about that he's worked on his swing. It's all about his wardrobe. Oh, mm, big, how big he looks out there. Okay. The, man lo- the man looks good. <laughs> so looks good. so um, what year did you get here? So I okay. So I graduated um, at Grandview, right? Grandview, yeah. 2012. But yeah. I in, so I interned here in 2012. Okay, um, ran into I was working one of the remotes down at Farmers Market. Uh, Joe Quinn. I was working at KXNO remote with him, and he he was like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "I want to be in sports radio. Like that's what I want to so do." So Joe Quinn was still producing. He was doing our something show. here. Yeah, he was I doing think, something I think here. He was, and, and he called me with Brinson and I. In August of 2012, I was like, hey, have this opportunity, but it's a way to get your foot in the door and you can actually make money now because mm-hmm. I was doing it for free right. during my internship and it was football Friday night and yeah. I was a sideline reporter. Yeah. Um, that was my first year, then took a year off and I would text, um, I don't know if you remember Randy Larson or CJ, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would text him every like yeah. couple months, like, hey, is there any openings, mm-hmm. any openings, any openings? And I'll never forget one day I was sitting at my desk at my full-time job and my phone goes off. I say, like, hey, get a hold of Greg Chance. There's an opening on Kiss FM, it's going to be the mornings, and I was part of this whole master plan because CJ or Randy was going to Ames to be the program director mm-hmm. up there. Um, Mike Killebrew was becoming the program director, and we were launching Alt 106.3, mm-hmm. and that was my first day, December 20s. I think it was the day after Christmas. So December, you started on Kiss. Started on Kiss uh, from December 2013. Was Elvis on in the morning then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, December 2013, and then October 10th of 2014, I switched over to KXNO to do the Morning Rush. And that was at the time with Ross and Travis. Travis and Ross, yeah. yep. Interesting. Yep. I didn't know you started at KISS. Yeah, <laughs> from December to September. Got your foot in the door, and, 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 and away you went. So what... Um, what will you miss about mornings? I mean, obviously, you got look at here. Here's the there's a whole bunch of radio stations around Central Iowa that, that loved this announcement today. Let's face it. I mean, the number one morning show in the market just broke up. Not for men, overall. Oh, right? Yeah, not yeah. twenty four to fifty four. Right. Overall, mm-hmm. the number one morning show in KXNO just went kaboom. Um, that's got to be kind of. I mean, I don't know. It's a, that's. The bar was set pretty high for you guys over there. Uh, what will you miss about it? Uh, I will miss, I think it was just we had so much fun mm-hmm. together, the three of us. And we would laugh. We really so, did. We would laugh so much. We, you know, Trav always jokes about like there's this cult like following mm-hmm. for the morning yeah, rush. Yeah. And it's true. It, it is. We, we are a. We are a community and a family, and I, I, I think I will miss that aspect mm-hmm. of things. I always, in we'll, the back of my head, we'll was like... We'll create our own cult. Right. We will. But, <laughs> but I, think, I think, you know, in the back of my head, it was always like, okay, keep doing this, and I'll eventually, hopefully, get my shot one day and get my shot yep. one day. And, and now it's happening. And so, yeah, I, I think that would be the biggest part I miss is just that family that we were able to create over the last seven and a half, eight years. Yeah, they'll, I'm going to miss with you. having the studio to myself. Yeah, I'm already in here with like two other people, and I'm getting claustrophobic. <laughs> you know, it, there's something to be said for that because I have it by myself. It's kind of nice, isn't it? And sunrises. Oh. I, I don't know how many of those I'll see now. Now you'll oh. see sunsets. Sunsets yeah. at WHO on the other side of the building. Won't we'll see that. Right. No, you had a bird's eye view for that. That that's good stuff. Uh, Derek from New Sharon called during the last break and oh, asked uh, asked me to ask you if uh, you'll allow him on. What is he a what staple? level of sobriety? 
Are we talking? This morning, is he ever it sounds like he's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's usually good when he calls into our show. He's usually okay. I think he's underway though. Right. It's, right. it's a start. <laughs> yeah, he can, he can call. He's got a couple of blue yummies going, but not a lot at this point. Now by three o'clock. Yeah, another story that changes. <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Well, uh, good stuff. So today, um, Seneca Wallace, best quarterback in Iowa State, most talented play- quarterback in Iowa State. Brock Purdy's got the records. I get it. I, I always I got a kick out of that, that uh, Brock Purdy's the greatest quarterback to ever play at Iowa State. Great player. Don't get me wrong. The answer is Seneca Wallace. <laughs> it is. Yes. It's just it's the answer. I don't think you're wrong there. And uh, when I first started in afternoons way back in the day. Oh, uh, boy, you remember that. Yeah, Seneca was the one that uh, kind of came to my rescue and bailed me out and did some radio with me then, too. So he, that he's on the first afternoon show is kind that of appropriate. Is, it is kind of appropriate. That's, that's good stuff. Well, Sean, listen, um, you've paid your dues, dude. You really have. I know you want this so bad. Uh, so this was the goal, right? When you first came over here, one day you would have your own show. Yeah, they, this has been... You know, I've always said outside of getting a show in Chicago mm-hmm. where I grew up, like yep. this is this is it for me. Mm-hmm. This is my dream job. So mm-hmm. I'm just it's I been a long time. I think you're going to take man. this and I think you're going to sit in that chair for a couple of decades. I really do. That'd be nice. No, I really do. I believe you've got a chance to do that. <laughs> I love that. I said that before when it, when it blew up on that January day. I said, man, just don't give up because you're way too tired. I might not be day. here the whole time, <laughs> though. Probably not. I hope you're not because I hope I you're retired somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, and, and, Travel and, in the world. Absolutely. And, and you, Heather, I think you, uh, and I said this, you, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but like last year, on June the 24th, um, it was the 25th year anniversary of Sports Talk in Des Moines, right? So I kind of did a, Trent kind of let me yep. <laughs> tell stories about Sports Talk in Des Moines. And um, I remember at some point, I, just, I don't know how I got here, but um, the most influential people, from my, in my opinion, in the now 26 years of it, Terrell, because he started it, right? But I think you, without a doubt, are the second most influential person that has ever talked to a, a microphone um, on Sports Talk Radio in Des Moines. You broke barriers, you really and truly did. Your influence, you brought women to a sports station. And they, there was a few of them that listened, um, but not many. And now, I think it's awesome. Yeah, not as much as now. No, it's it's phenomenal mm-hmm. what you've done. Um, you're going to kill it, guys. You really are. And I, and I mean you. that, Heather. I truly do. Your are you saying that you market. would do afternoons with me now, Ken? I absolutely would. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve this. I, no one was going to. I gonna, just thought I would go ahead no. and address the elephant in the room. <laughs> no, no, no. There was no one that was going to talk me out of making the biggest mistake of my career. I was going to do it. And, and look at my, We sat around the kitchen table at my house, and my wife looked at me and said, You're lying. You, I don't believe you for one second. I'll be fine. So she walked out of the room and I said, oh, she'll be okay, she'll be okay. And I made my decision, as bad as it was. Um, but look, it all worked out, right? For yep. you? Look what, look at, I mean, you had the number one show in the market. Not just morning drive, in the market. Phenomenal. So let's take that and move it to the afternoon. I think that you will too. Great. I think yes. you will too. Look, there's some pressure now on the morning show. Oh, absolutely. There's some pressure on the morning show. There's some pressure the... on us too. Well, that's I... good though. Yeah. I, I, I really think there's. You there. guys are ready for it. You are. You absolutely are. Sean Roberts. Heather Burnside, The Drive with Heather and Sean, 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, starting today. Can't wait. Not going to say I'm going to listen, because if I did, I'd be lying, because I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I, but I do read the feedback and see the feedback, so kill it, guys. Do it for 20 years, Sean Roberts, and you do it as long as you want, Heather Burnside. <laughs> Thank you. What is your goal? And Trent. Do you have a, a 10 years and you want to be done? No, probably sooner than that. Yeah, 5 and I have some uh, retirement plans that That's include... Great. 
getting an RV and getting the hell out That's of here. That's what you mm-hmm. wanted. You want to drive around, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do some traveling, see some sights. Yeah. See the country. Good. Uh, you've earned it. Uh, afternoon. What are you leaving me already? <laughs> no, I know. I, <laughs> There's already an end date on that. Yeah, it's already. Come on. <laughs> haven't even started. Yeah, come on. And oh, and five O's going with this to afternoons too. So. Oh, right. good. Yeah. Good. 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 When will he be on? Is he Tuesdays? Or are you going to move him to Wednesday? I think we're going to move him to Wednesdays. Awesome. Is the yeah? Is the plan? Um, let me know when you want Cap. Um, you can certainly have him any week, but if, if if something happens to his show and he has to move times or we get asked to move times, and I can't can thank you enough afternoons. for Cappy because I have I'm gonna have to listen to Sean complain about the White Sox <laughs> ad nauseum. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that how great. does that Cappy and I can complain about the Cubs? They went viral again. They 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 go viral for all the wrong reasons that they do. Sell the team signs getting taken from security yeah. throughout the stadium. Not good. All right, we will. Yeah, we'll, come. Say, we'll save it for later. Yeah. Uh, three to six, baby. You can do That's it. Right. Sean, Heather, good luck. Uh, we'll come back. Thank we'll take guys. our Thanks, break. Thanks, Ken and Trent. Yep, you're more than welcome. We'll come back. Uh, we will uh, talk baseball. Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, CBSSports.com. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.com. Station 106.3 KXNO. Let's get right to Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. We talk a little baseball with Matt Snyder. Matt Trenton, Ken, thank you for coming on. Matt, how are you? Very good. Uh, you know, just about what, over a month. Well, I guess we probably have five weeks because it bleeds into October, but still. Looking forward to a, a really, really fun home stretch. Indeed it is. There's some terrific race, especially in the Central Division of the uh, American League. We'll get there in a second. I guess because it was the last game I saw last night. Boy, Wainwright, Noda Rizzi, and boy, uh, Trent, I have to tell you, Jake mm-hmm. Rizzi through five innings, boy, he's a good pitcher. <laughs> if games were five innings, this guy's in the Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, he, he, they're not. Nope. Uh, but Adam Wainwright, this, it was an entertaining ball game last night, was it not? Matt Snyder, did you get a chance to see it? Yeah, it was a very fun game. I mean, between, you know, dueling going into sixth inning, 0-0, no hitter. The Cardinals did not have a hit until the bottom six, and a a home run breaks it up. Uh, The Dansby Swanson three-run home run, you kind of felt like, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. the Braves are going to pull this off, even though the Cardinals came back and walked it off on Saturday night. And then especially once Minter, you know, you've got the, you know, the Cardinals had tied it, and they've got the go go ahead run and an insurance run yep. on base there for Goldschmidt and Arenado, and it's kind of like, all right, well, got one of those these guys two. is going to pop yep. one or get a single or something, and then when he strikes both of those guys out, it's okay, maybe we're going to extras here, and then O'Neill hits the three run bomb. So yeah, that was really really fun game. So we went through this whole basically since the first month and a half of the season talking about. I think all three of us really like in Houston. No matter what the Yankees were doing early on, we were all kind of in that Houston camp. And then the news over the weekend covering first base on Verlander with a calf injury. An older pitcher, a calf injury. There's a lot of concerns here. Minus Justin Verlander. I mean, how quickly do the Yankees ascend to the top of your power rankings in the American League if this turns out to be a long-term injury for Verlander? Well, I mean, they're going to have to start playing better. I know they just won five in a row, but then they looked awful in those last two games against the A's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Astros are so deep. Uh, they they traded Odorizzi to get bullpen help going into the bullpen. Their, their rotation is so deep. And now that McCullers came back, 
they've been using uh, Christian Javier in, out of the bullpen. And remember, he's the one who had the no-hitter going into the late innings <laughs> against the Yankees in New York. So they could slide Javier into the rotation along with Valdez, Arquiti, Garcia, uh, McCullers. It's, it, they can probably withstand it here in, in the short run as long as it's not like season-ending for Verlander because I do think when you go to the playoffs, and that was probably one of their biggest problems against the Braves in the World Series, it was that all those young guys in the rotation kind of ran out of gas and they didn't have an ace caliber guy. And remember, they did they lost McCullers after the White Sox series. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you do feel like maybe you need an ace there. So if you're not going well, you're kind of reeling, well, hey, we've got Verlander in game four, you know, to be able to say something like that. So I think you need him back for something like that. Uh, but really, it also might be a blessing in disguise for his arm because he missed the last two seasons coming off Tommy John surgery. He's already up to 152 innings. I know he's 39 and his arm has a lot on a lot of mileage on it anyway, but it might, he might, if he misses two or three weeks here and then he builds himself back up, he might be a lot fresher for the play. Mm, blessing in disguise type of thing. Uh, what has not gone well is the, the Josh Hader story. Jeff Passan uh, tweeted oh, the, the numbers last night. He's thrown four and two innings since he got to San Diego, allowed 12 runs on 12 hits, walked seven while striking out only eight for him. I mean, this couldn't have gone any worse for Josh Hader. What happened to the Brewers, Josh Hader, uh, as opposed to the Padres? These are two different guys. Yeah, um, it's almost like the Brewers saw it coming, too. I mean, he looked like he was probably going to have a big arbitration number next year, and they bailed, and a lot of people, I'll admit it, myself included, kind of talked smack about it and said, you're you're bailing on your team over money for next year when they can make a run this year. It looks like they knew something, whether it was in his delivery, uh, his velocity wasn't down, but maybe it was with location and they just didn't like what they were seeing. Maybe they just got lucky. Maybe he pulled the plug and he really was broken when they thought he could get fixed. Uh, whatever it is, yeah, and it's not just walking a bunch of guys. Like He does have problems with walks at times. He walked a couple yesterday, but he also gave up five hits. When a guy completely loses control and he has the yips or whatever you want to call it, like when Mark Wallers, when he no longer knew where the ball was going, mm-hmm. that's at least a little more understandable. This, without the loss of velocity and getting hit, so hard at times it's weird and uh it did start happening before he left the brewers but he had two scoreless outings before he left and actually three of his last four before they traded him so i still think there's time to fix it um but man it's (laughs) that yesterday was just brutal it looked like you have kind of a soft landing a low leverage situation his previous outing was in low leverage he gave up two hits but he also didn't give up any runs and he struck three out so maybe the, the Padres are thinking, Bob Melvin's thinking, hey, string two good outings together. Maybe we can build on this. Instead, it was a complete meltdown. One of his worst, probably since that walk-off grand slam he gave up against the Giants. Quite the weekend in Seattle, starting with well, taking three out of four over the Guardians, which was good news for me as a Twins fan. Ichiro gets uh, into the Mariners Hall of Fame. And, that was, and he spoke English during this. Yes, summer. he did, which, awesome. which is a big deal. Yeah. And Seeing Ichiro with the gray hair, man, yeah, that made me that feel different. That made me feel old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it made me feel really old. Coupled with Rodriguez getting the the deal, which on the surface, I, the first report I read, twelve years, two hundred seven million. I'm like, that's it. And then you see yeah. the escalators, and it could go up to almost half a billion dollars. What a weekend in Seattle! Take us through all three of those and that contract that seems 
pretty unique for some, from these baseball ones we've seen in the past. Yeah, it seems like they had to work really hard on it. Both sides get creative, try to try to look. My guess is, if you're both sides and you hate doing it, the doom and gloom side. But look at like, okay, worst case scenario here. If you're the Mariners, worst case scenario is he falls apart and you don't want to get stuck with him. So you, you try to end up with a sweet spot. If you're if you're Julio, it's this is absolutely generational changing money for my family. Uh, even if I break my leg and I can never play again. Um, again, you hate thinking about it, but it's, you know, trying to find that sweet spot of should I take this or should I test free agency? Or if you're the Mariners and saying, oh, this is getting too high, it's too much of a risk. Uh, I, I, it seems like they think they've found a good sweet spot for both of them with the escalators and the player options. I really, really like it. And my comment on the Mariners in power rankings was I absolutely love it so much for both sides. Because you think about how it can change, like I said, generations of a family if you're somebody like Julio. Mm. If he ends up being as good as it looks like he will be, he's the face of Seattle sports for the next decade plus. The absolute face. He's the guy. Um, Between him and Drew Locke, you mean? Yeah, and <laughs> my bad on that. Yeah. My bad. Well, I'm not a football guy. Okay, so, no, you know, I didn't know. Neither is Drew Locke. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was actually having like Russell Wilson, the baseball version, flash through my head. I know yeah. they probably would have to win a World Series mm-hmm. for it to be like that. And I know football is a way bigger deal in Seattle than than the Mariners. But uh, if they can win a World Series and he's already the face of the team, mm-hmm. that's who he becomes. No, no question um, about it. And gosh, he's so funny, so charismatic. Uh, all-star game, media day, you never know what you're going to get with a young guy, and I never hold anything bad against him, but he was all smiles the entire time. Could not have possibly been having more fun already. Age 21, doesn't even know the lay of the land yet. And all-star media day, I can't imagine it's fun for the players. They have to sit there for 45 minutes and answer a lot of the same (laughs) questions over and over and over. Uh, He had a smile on his face the entire time. So. I love it for both sides. Yeah, you would know you were there as, as part of that media scrum. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Uh, Matt, Chicago White Sox, let's go there because as, as good as this weekend was for the Twins with the Mariners taking care of the Guardians and the Twins taking care of business against the Giants, um, the Arizona Diamondbacks swept the Chicago White Sox the worst time of the yeah. year. Just absolutely mind. They're now two games below five hundred. So this has to be, in my opinion, um, Tony, unless it's, there's a miraculous turn. Around feels like they're done. Uh, Larusa's last month as a major league manager. Will you go there with that? Uh, because he has to take some of this blame, does he not? Absolutely, absolutely, no question about it. I mean, we talked about him making some dumb moves toward the start of the year. They've never recovered. And, and as I, I said, I don't want to spend a ton of time on them because it seems pretty clear. I, I've been talking all year about how I think the White Sox are going to turn around. I think they have enough talent to turn it around. And I'm looking up and down the roster right now, and while they don't have any depth, man, I don't know. We might have, I might have overestimated the the, the talent level there. I mean, I, Tim Anderson's hurt, mm-hmm. and he's he's really good. Yohan Moncada's hurt, but he hasn't been as good for a lot of his career as we thought he was going to be. Eloy Jimenez, where are the home runs? We thought we were going to see a lot more power. I, Luis Robert, it seems like he's banged up in some way, shape, or form all the time. And then, again, there's not that much depth there. So I, I don't know. And, and, look, 
as I said in my power rankings comment on them this morning, they've been screaming at us, trying to tell us it's 128 games now. They've basically been trying to tell us they're nothing better than mediocre. I think it's about time we started to listen. Uh, (laughs) So I'm just going to give up on them at this point and say it's going to be a a two-team race now that the Twins got hot and won three in a row after everybody started. All the Minnesota beat writer stories before that series were what happened to this team, what happened to this offense. And uh, they've been bad for a while. They had been. Um, Guardians have been looked pretty good this month, and they've been hot in stretches, but they've been inconsistent all year, too. So I feel like uh, it could be a really good race. Guardians have uh, three with the Orioles, three with the Mariners, a couple of pretty decent teams, as we've talked about, and uh, still eight remaining with the Twins and the Guardians the rest of the way, including a five-gamer in the middle of September. Matt Snyder joining us from CBSSports.com. Matt, I want to jump over to some news that came out last night about MLB Players Association and trying to unionize minor leaguers. Take us through what this all means and the importance of getting this spot. Minor League Baseball here in Des Moines, obviously a big deal for our cities over on the Mississippi River. Sadly, many of them are no longer part of the minor leagues. But take us through all this and what it means. Well, hopefully, uh, they they take care better care of the minor leaguers. And uh, w- one of the things that I've long hoped, and I know that when you in the lower levels of the minors, a lot of times there will be host families and stuff, where because the, the players don't make enough money to to live on their own, or even in, live in a, a nice er apartment like with roommates or anything like that. So there are host families in in these like Class A cities. Um, and you know, a lot of times it's guys who come to America and can't really speak English and they they sit with a host family, but it's kind of culture shock. And I don't know if they get the most out of player, if organizations get the most out of players in situations like that, I would like to see them fight for, uh, and let's be real. The money has to come from major league baseball. And, uh, if the argument was purely like, can this team in class a, support paying players, let's say, $40,000 a year and putting them up in a nice apartment? No, not based upon the revenue that they make based on attendance or any radio deals or any even TV deals when you get lower that they might have. They don't have enough money to do that. But the major leagues do. And the major leagues should invest in the players, all players in the minors, like their prospects. Because they don't always know. There are guys who are undrafted who shoot up through the minors and the Cubs have one right now at first base in Iowa who was undrafted at a Duke, and it looks like he might be a big-time prospect now. And for years and years and years, it was, let's pay these guys $15,000 a year, and if they have to have a job in the offseason, so be it, and we'll put them with the host family and give them, like, the bare minimum that they can have. Yeah, it's, it's time to change, it's, Matt. Mm-hmm. It's time to it's change. It's time to it, treat them all like prospects. Yep, and that they maybe are. Maybe this guy is our next star. And I, I would even say if there's an old hotel or apartment complex in the area, build that up and make it like a dorm. That, that's for them. Matt, we're out of time, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Hour 2 coming up next.